0: Gospel Message In the book of Galatians, chapter 4, we are given the explanation of a very interesting event that happened in the book of Genesis, in the story of the life of Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, and Ishmael. Isaac being the promised son, the covenant son of Abraham, and Ishmael being the son that was born to him by one of his wife's handmaids. So before I go into the story, today is Friday, the 15th of April, 2022, and today we commemorated Good Friday, which is... The day symbolic of when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross at Calvary. And this is the day leading up to when we shall celebrate his resurrection, which is going to be Easter Sunday. And also leading up to today, many Christian churches and communities participate in the Lent season. And during the course of the Lenten season, there's usually fasting and it's a time of reflection. It's a time to walk with Jesus, think on Jesus, think of all the things that he did for us, his very sacrifice, think on God and God's love for us in that he sacrificed his only son. And again, this is a time where it's very important that We read our Bibles yet again, read the stories yet again, so we can have the Lord communicate to us what he wills us to see concerning the life and death and resurrection of his Son, our Lord and Savior, the propitiation. For our sins so it's never something that should become routine even though we do it year after year after year by God's grace because as long as our hearts are open to receive from God there's always more that he can reveal to us there's always more that he can tell us and again it's not just the ritual or, or the ceremony of fasting so that we can say okay during this period I didn't eat or you know I gave up this or I gave up that. It is not just that. It is not just the 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 walkthrough of Lent. There has to be a takeaway because again if our hearts are set on God God will always reveal to us that which we desire to understand of his word, to understand of his nature, to understand of his personality. And the goal of Lent over and over again is that we might also grow from strength to strength in Christ Jesus. I mean, we know that growth, the whole process of growth biologically is that it's a continuous process. You're growing in in height and when from a baby to a child there's a growth process there from a child to to an adult there's a growth process that goes on there and then once we become mature and we're no longer getting taller anymore then we are going through the growth process of of age you know our skin starts to change our hair starts to change our our body starts to change so there's always a growth process until the very end, physically, the same way has to be for our Christian life, for our Christian bodies. There has to be this growth process. And the reason I'm using the story of Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael to represent Good Friday is that we know that Isaac was the covenant child that God promised to Abraham. It was through Isaac that God the Father told Abraham that he would make Abraham the father of nations and he wouldn't be able to count his descendants for they would be so many. But also it was going to be through that seed, you know, at some point that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was going to come. So God made a covenant, a promise with Abraham through Abraham. Isaac that promise was not for all of Abraham's children Abraham did have many children he had Ishmael before Isaac and even after Isaac when he um wed again he he had children by Keturah so Abraham had multiple children however the covenant of God the promise of God was only through one seed of Abraham and that seed was Isaac And Isaac, again, was the child of covenant. So when we are growing as Christians, when we are developing, there's always going to be a distraction. There's always going to be some sort of oppression on our Christian lives. And I use... The well, I don't use it. God uses the uh, the story of Ishmael and Isaac to represent that. It, when we were, when you read of the the story of Je- of Abraham in Genesis, you'll see that when Sarah, after she took it upon herself, and instead of waiting for God's fulfillment of His promise, she took it upon herself to send her handmaiden. Unto Abraham, and she got pregnant, and that was how they got Ishmael. But then her handmaiden began to despise her, began to despise her, and then she chased her away. This was the first time. But even after the angel of the Lord told Hagar to come back again, a time came when, after Sarah had now given birth to Isaac, you know, Ishmael was now oppressing Isaac. And again, Sarah had a complaint against that, and she Sent her away yet again, and the Lord told Abraham because Abraham was grieved by the fact that Sarah was sending Ishmael and his mother away and But the Lord told Abraham to hearken unto his wife, he said, Don't fight it, listen to it, and do as your wife says, and one could look at that from a very you know earthly point of view and say. That's not fair. You know, why would Sarah be so mean to her handmaiden? After all, that is Abraham's son. That's Abraham's child. So it wasn't right. It wasn't fair. But think of what I said before. There were two children. One was the God, the way God intended it. And the other one was the way man intended it. Isaac, was the covenant child that God told Abraham he and Sarah would have even in their old age when they were biologically beyond childbearing years. And Ishmael was the child of when Abraham and Sarah took matters into their own hands. So when we are believing in God, and walking in him and walking in his way it is very important for us to stand firmly on the word of God and not take matters into our own hands when it comes to growing in the knowledge of God growing in the trust of God growing in the wisdom of God we come to depend more and more on God and less and less on ourselves. We come to acknowledge more and more of the providence of God and less and less of the little scrappy things we can do for ourselves to to, to make things happen. And why is it important? Galatians 4 from verse 22 says, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid and the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh but he of the free woman was by promise which things are an allegory for these are the two covenants one from mount sinai with gendereth bondage which is agar for this agar is mount sinai in arabia and entereth to jerusalem which which now is and is in bondage with her children, but Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. You know, it says the bondwoman, the, the child of the bondwoman, cannot abide with the child of the covenant, the free woman, because the child of the bondwoman, as Ishmael did prove, will oppress the child. Of the free woman where again when Abraham and uh, when Isaac and Ishmael were playing together or were in the same area Ishmael was 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 oppressing Isaac and that was why he had to be sent away and if you take this to our spiritual lives there comes a time when the things of this world that we attach ourselves to the man-made things they will now start to oppress the Christ life in us. The Christ life in us is the child of covenant. Because when Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead, he gave us new life. So this new life is the new life that we live. And we are to put to death that old life. That old life is represented by the child of the bondwoman. And the new life is represented by the promised child, the covenant child, which is Isaac. They cannot coexist because one will oppress the other. So we have to cast out the child of the bondwoman we have to cast out that natural life we have to cast out the life that we have established by our own hands by our own means by our own wisdom by our own intelligence by our own cunning we have to cast it out because that is not the covenant child the covenant child is the child birthed in us through the life of Jesus Christ this Christ's life is is the covenant child, and that is the one that God has spoken of that will say this is the one that will lead us to life everlasting. The other one will forever keep us in bondage. That is why he is the child of the bondwoman. So when you go to the word of God, you see that things are factual, but yet they are also allegorical in the sense that God is giving us the 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 representation of. The old life and the new life, the man-made life and the God-made life, the bondage life and the free life. The free life, the God-made life, the new life are all this life of christ that when now that christ is going to be resurrected again he's already resurrected but we're just commemorating it it's just a reminder to us that it is this life of christ that has to be the dominant life within us we have to cast out continuously whenever he rears his head that natural life we have to remind that natural life You are no longer welcome here. I cast you out. And that natural life has to go. The Bible says we are a new creation. Old things have passed away. The natural life has passed away. All things have become new. And this is the Christ life. So the two lives again are represented by the allegory of Isaac and Ishmael. Ishmael is the natural life and Isaac is the covenant life. Ishmael, Ishmael is the child of the bondwoman and Isaac is the child of the free woman, the covenant mother. And so as the bible told them to cast out the son of the bondwoman, so we too have to cast out this natural life. So it does not oppress the Christ life within us. We cannot serve God and serve mammon, as the Bible says. We have to make a choice. We have to take a stand. So who will we choose? God has already told us who we have to choose, who we need to choose, who we need to cast out. We can't have our cake and eat it too. So as as they were told in the the days of old to cast out the child of the bondwoman, We also have to cast out this natural life so that the covenant life, the life of Christ, will live and reign and dwell within us. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.